Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the Fighter Gold Podcast uh, here on blogtalkradio.com, also on gofightlive.tv, and uh, fightergirls.com itself. I'm Mark McHugh. I'm your host today. I'm very privileged to have co-host with me today. Uh, she was on several weeks ago, um, which is an absolutely fascinating thing, and there's some things that we'll, we'll talk about, I think, later on in the podcast um, because there was an interesting uh, kind of little side note that I'd love to talk to Cheryl about. But Cheryl Ragsdale is here with us from thatgirlisfunny.com. Um, Cheryl, how's everything going for you? Going well. Looking forward to our discussion today. Yeah. And we're also on the line. Um, she's, it was announced last week that, uh, finally announced last week, that uh, Gina Carano's opponent coming mm-hmm. up in Dallas in June is uh, my <coughs> guest right now. Um, she is a fighter out of the CSA gym um, out of the Bay Area, uh, originally from Washington, actually. Sarah, uh, I, I don't want to butcher your name, uh, Sarah. Is it is it D- uh, I'll say it for you. Delalio. Delalio, yep. Delalio, Delalio, either way is good. Delalio, because I know I butchered your name before, so I want to make sure I get it right this time around. No, it wasn't that bad. You didn't didn't add any G's or R's or, you know, weird things. Most people say it really funny. Sometimes I get some really interesting pronunciations, but yours is pretty good. Well, well, the only thing that we have to worry about is that the announcer gets it right. So yeah, um, even and, and even I, I then, think, <laughs> yeah, even even then we were going to know. You know, I think people are going to know your name. You know, I think that yeah. um, you know word got out pretty pretty quick, um, which is oh, yeah. kind of a funny situation. You know, which is a little bit of a side note. You know, where we won't really get into, but. Um, but yeah, the uh, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of exciting. I mean, obviously, you're getting a lot of attention right now. Um, mm-hmm. with having this opportunity as well. How are you seeing that a lot more? I mean, a lot of people that are interested in uh, in seeing you fight, uh, Gina. Oh yeah, like uh, mostly on Facebook and Twitter, um, people are just uh, they're being actually really nice about it. Like, hey, uh, you know, we just we're we're cheering for you for you from Canada or down in Florida. I'm just getting a lot of. Uh, a lot of a lot of people just being really nice, like, "Hey, go girl!" So it's really it's it's actually I'm getting um, good positive things from people. Now, I think me and Cheryl were actually discussing this before we went on air because it's kind of an interesting situation because um, um, because I think they have the two strongest women's teams. Um, you know, going at it basically in Dallas because you yeah. got Greg Jackson's gym where Gina Gina's training with Julie Kedzie and, and them over there. But you're training over at CSA in the Bay Area, which uh, has a solid uh, women's team. Oh. I've, I've interviewed quite a few fighters from there, so I think it's oh, yeah. <laughs> um, a really good dynamic uh, dynamic result. So I'm assuming you're you're training a lot in your boxing and your striking. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm doing everything. Where I every day I have um, I have a lot of boxing and Muay Thai and I I grapple every day and I do wrestling almost every day so it you know they're they're very well rounded here um, they have everything that I need to you know hone skills and then to you know add to my skill set so it's it's just a world class gym over here like I I have to say it's the best place I've ever been to now well with that being said I wanted to ask a little bit about you know, moving from Washington down to California. 
Um, was that um, what was the kind of the uh, thinking behind uh, moving down to California? It was, it was for health reasons. I uh, every winter up there, it just gets super cold and rainy and moldy, and uh, I I was every winter I was getting sick, and you know it's hard to train a hundred percent when you're when you're sick for three or four months straight. Um, and it, it definitely would affect my fights in the winter because I couldn't train as much as I needed to or as hard as I needed to or as well as I needed to because I was on antibiotics or something. So um, the move to the drier climate, I already noticed uh, physically I feel better and emotionally too. Um, you know, you're not sick all the time, so you're happier. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you have definitely... a I'm sorry? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it was it was for health reasons mainly. Uh, Cheryl, did you have a question? Um, yeah, I I do have a question because I'm I'm fascinated, Sarah, about uh, how it's going to be for you when you're in the cage with uh, with Gina, and you know when she comes in, it's going to I'm imagining there's going to be a great roar from the crowd. So I'm just thinking, like if I were you on the other side of the cage, like oh my God, you know I didn't get like that kind of you know encouragement when I came in. So how are yeah. you thinking about doing that? Well, that's actually that's actually a really good question um, because almost every single fight that I've ever had has been in someone else's hometown. Like they've always been cheering for the other girl. It's a huge motivating factor because it's like, okay, everybody's cheering for this girl. I'm going to do what I can to make them stop. Um, <laughs> and it, seriously, like it's that has been from almost day one. Every single fight that I've had, um, I, I actually can't think of any fight that has been. Well, there were two two fights at Cage Sport in Washington um, that were, you know, kind of my, more my hometown. But every other ten other fights were somebody else's home base. So uh, it doesn't it doesn't affect me in the way that you would think. It's it's a motivating for me actually. Good for you. So I like being needed. Do better. So you kind, of, you kind of like being the underdog then? Well, I, I'm used to being the underdog. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, that's, that's been my career, yeah. I'm used to being, or, you know, in my heart, I'm not the underdog. Whatever people say, they can say what they want. They can think that I'm the underdog, but in my heart, I'm not. You're going in to win. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, if I, if I, if I, didn't have that mindset that I'm going to win every fight, I probably shouldn't be fighting. Um, I, you, you know, you try to go in and be, be very, uh, you know, you want, you want the positive outcome. So you don't, you don't really think about the negative. You don't fear the negative. Um, yeah. You just, you, you think, okay, I'm winning this fight. What do I have to do to win this fight? Not, yeah. What do I have to do to not lose? Because you start, you know, you get caught up in that, what do I have to do to not lose? And you, you start hesitating, and it it just turns into a, you know, not your best fight. Yeah. And I've had those before. And I I uh, I learned, you know, I learned a lot from those fights. Never, never worry about the negative. You know, be aware of it, but don't worry about it. Awesome. I'd love to see you beat her at her own game. You know, I'd love to see you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I would absolutely love to beat her at her own game. But you know, she's. I mean, Gina's got good stand up. Like we're no nobody's. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So, 
you know, trying to build on my skill set, hone my stand up a little bit more, and it's it's coming along quite nicely. <laughs> well, with yes, that being I would said, to, I would love to beat her at her own game. <laughs> well, with that being said, um, can you tell us a little bit about your background uh, in Washington? I know there's a lot of. I think it, it's. I think Washington's known for its grappling prowess, especially the wrestlers. Yeah. Um, did you come from a wrestling background at all? Not wrestling, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, I started in the at a BJJ of Olympia, and I was there for three and a half years. Um, and they would bring in wrestlers to work with us. So, you know, you naturally just, you know, rolling on the ground, rolling around on the ground, you naturally pick up some wrestling skills. And then if you work with wrestlers, you know, you build on it a little bit. But my, I started as a Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, grappler. Yeah, I noticed that you um you and Misha were actually at the uh, at the um Zufa conference uh, in Vegas, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. We we sat <laughs> together the whole time <laughs> drawing pictures. I mean we were paying yeah, attention. But a lot I of a that. lot of the stuff Yeah, the, I mean the concussion talk that we I hear that at every single fight I you know, I go to. They have the rules meetings and they're you know, there's always a doctor there before and after telling you these things. So it was it was stuff I'd heard before, so I wasn't trying to be like, ah, Sarah's not paying attention. I was paying attention. It was just yeah. I, I'd heard it before, you know. Yeah, because I, cause I was going to mention that um, Misha did tweet some of those pictures, and uh, I was kind of laughing. I think we're all laughing about that, you know, uh, with some of these uh, with some of these pictures of that. Um, I mean, as um, I mean, I would assume that you you had some training up in uh, Washington with Misha. I mean, how is uh, oh, I we mean, actually we had... rolled a lot. We trained together a lot up there, and uh, Stephanie Weber too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how long has it been since since you and Misha saw each other? Was is it was it just you know like a couple of weeks or a couple of months or was it? So, you no, know, the last time been... we saw each other was in Hawaii when I fought Raquel. Um, at the X1 Heroes in September. Um, that was the last time we saw each other. We hung out a lot down there. Um, and she she and Brian actually drove me and my coach around and took us places. Um, but, yeah, it's been a while, and we just kind of end up in the same same spot, uh, not even really planning it. It's just, you know, that's how it goes with female fighters, I guess, especially when you're from the same area. Did did Misha give you any advice uh, going in going into this match or, or coming into Strike Force? Um, not you know, not really. She's we're when we get together, we don't you know we kind of talk about fighting and stuff, but it's like old friends, you know, seeing each other. So we just we just kind of hang out and laugh about stuff, you know. And you're in the gym all the time training. You get outside of the gym and you're with a friend. It's just like you know we don't really talk about fighting that much, you know. Um, do you know who's just going to be cornering you um, in Dallas? Um, yeah, Lana Stefaniak is going to be in my corner, and Taylor McCorriston. Um, he's a he's NCAA Division two wrestler, and Lana. I, I don't know if you know anything about Lana. She's oh. she is uh, she's been to Abu Dhabi. She won Moon Dials a couple of years in a row. Um, really, really, really solid female black belt. I am very familiar with Lana actually. Yes. I've interviewed her before and she is she's kick ass, you know. She's She's awesome. Um, <laughs> I love she's her. Awesome. So so fun hanging out with her and working with her. 
Yeah, yeah, she's she's awesome. She's she's probably one of the best uh, uh, Brazilian, one of the best grapplers out there. And um, you know, I, it's kind of it's kind of great to uh, it'll be great to be able to see her on Spike Force. <laughs> you know, see her yeah. in the corner. Um, yeah. Because people probably don't know who she is, and it's like, well, you know, if, if you're not you know tuned into well, the women's MMA she grappling is, world. Yeah, she is a. She, I, I'm blessed to have her. You know. Um, She's taking me under her wing, and she's just, you know, tweaking things and helping me out so much with my ground game. Um, it's awesome. I just, I, I couldn't be happier with my jujitsu coach. I really couldn't be happier with any of my coaches, honestly. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's really good, and they're, they're uh, world class. Uh, Shell, do you have another question? Well, I'm just, I'm just listening to um, you talk about being able to work with a woman who's a black belt uh, jiu-jitsu ace. And I'm just wondering, in the, with the idea of getting more women interested in the sport, what do you say to new women when they're joining your school to encourage them to stick with, with all the work uh, on their martial arts journey? Uh, that it, it may be hard at some times, but it pays off um, in the long run. I mean, you'll get, if, if, you, if you're doing it because you want to fight, you just, you know, you'll come in and, and do the hard work, do the stuff that, you know, most people, you know, because a lot of people, they come in and they try it out and they're like, well, it's not for me. Um, but for the women, just keep coming back. It'll eventually get easier. And when it does, it's um, it's very satisfying. Just keep doing it. Yeah. That's, I find yeah. that myself. You know, it's at first it was, it was uh, overwhelming, and yeah. you just have to keep coming. You just have oh, to yeah. kind of have, you kind of have to give up it, that you're gonna figure it out or get it or, or like get your arms around it. You just have to kind of sink into it and just come do it every day. Yeah, because it will. At, at first, it, you're like, uh, how am I ever going to retain any of this? But yeah. the the way you retain it is to just keep coming in, even if you forgot everything that they taught you yesterday. Still come in today because they'll teach you again, and you'll pick it up eventually. Yeah, I know. I understand that feeling well. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I still get that feeling. I'm like, what? What are you? What? Are, what am I doing this for? But you know, you trust the people telling you uh, what to do, and eventually you get it, and it's like this. You know, this light bulb goes off in your head. Yeah, I still what, get that feeling sometimes. What about the people around you who don't really understand this? Who don't really understand mixed martial arts? What do they say to you when when they probably don't even know who Gina Carano is? And they're like, what do they say to you about about being a fighter? Oh, let's see. It's it's been a while since I've been in contact with anybody. I mean, my life right now is is training in the gym, and everybody you know everybody knows what's going on. Um, what do I say to the people who don't know anything about fighting? Uh, I, I don't. What do you have for breakfast today? I mean, can you find something else to talk about with them? If it's if they're not interested in it, then I don't, you know, I don't really, I don't try to win them over. Um, yeah, that's 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 actually that's interesting. It's been so long since I've talked to anybody who doesn't really know what I do. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's what you said about winning them over. I think I've finally given up trying to win people yeah. over. You know, it's just like okay, yeah, you don't. They're either interested or they're not, and and if they're not, it's like, well, how's the kids? 
Exactly. Yeah. Be a person with them. Um, I was going to ask you a little bit about that last fight with Julie. I mean, Julie, I mean, have the face one of the probably one of the best pound for pound fighters in the world, Julie Kedzie. Um yeah, and then good. taking the distance. <laughs> have she's you learned a lot from that fight? <laughs> um, yes, I, I I learned mostly about myself and like um, emotionally. You know, don't beat yourself up over stuff like that. You have off days and you have on days, and uh, Julie had an on day. <laughs> She she fought very well, and I uh, fixed my cardio. Like, that was the first thing. Um, going a mile up was interesting. It was an experience. Um, I I thought, you know, my cardiovascular system would handle it better than it did. Um, so when you get put in that position, it really you know, it opens your eyes to, okay, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to go a mile up, you really need to, um, fix, fix things that are wrong with your game. And my cardio was a big, a big issue there. So pay yeah, attention because, to your body. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was going to say that, you know, I mean, it's very rare has, has, you know, emailing that women actually go to distance with, with Julie, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's a tough it's a tough thing to do anyway, you know. So, um I think that's that's kind of, you know, to be able to say that your your only loss on your record professional record right now is to Julie Kedzie via decision. Um, you know, that says a lot. You know, it says that yeah. you know, you may have lost, but you lost by decision, you know. So yeah. um yeah, so so are you working on your cardio more for this fight? Oh, absolutely. Um Kieran, the the my head coach over here, he's got a really good uh system training regiment set up for just specifically cardio and it's already 10 times better than it's ever been in my life like I'm in better shape than I've ever been before and it's not even um I it's not even an issue anymore it's not something that I worry about I don't you know I don't worry about it when I go to sleep I wake up feeling awesome I go to sleep feeling awesome um it that that problem is fixed that will never happen again. Even if I do go yeah. a mile up or, you know, 10,000 feet up, I could fight at 10,000 feet. But, yeah, that that is taken care of. Yeah, because I know, I, know, I know that was what was working on last year when she was going into the tournament, that she said that, oh, I'm, I'm going to work on my cardio and, and really kind of work that out too. And um, yeah. I think she actually went to the Bay Area to be able to do that. She said, "Oh, you know, I that's what my my prep was to was to get as good cardio as possible because I had to fight two fights mm-hmm. in one night." So um, yeah. I think that's a that's a good thing. And you know, you see a lot of wrestlers that do have like that cardio. You know, they they automatically yeah. you know instinctively have that cardio. So well, I've, I think that's I've seen great. I've I've seen people lose fights because they got tired, and I I feel like I was one of them. Um, the, a big part of it, if you know, was because I got tired, and that, you know, that when that happens, you fix it. You don't, you don't lament over it. You don't, you know, cry over it. It's like, okay, I lost. Why did I lose? And you fix, you fix the problem, and that is done. Very done. How how has has it been working with a lot of the girls at the gym? Um, I know that um, Elena has been tweeting a little bit about she was been hanging out with you and helping you out, and 
I know there's oh, a bunch yeah. of girls there that are really getting ready to, you know, getting getting you ready for this. I'm pretty sure they're all excited about you taking this fight. Yeah, um, the the girls here are awesome, and the guys too. Um, but Elena, uh, Amber Pope, Miriam Nakamoto. I know I'm missing somebody right now. Um, I wish I'd written it down. Like we have so many really. Oh, Katie. Uh, I can't remember Katie's last name, but Katie's really good too. We have. There's so many just like really good technical girls here, and it gives me. Um, it. It, it just makes me happy because, like, you know, I have I have somebody my size that I can train with. I don't have to worry about them being two feet taller than me or uh, 40 pounds heavier or whatever, you know. It's just, it's really, really nice to be able to work with, like, super strong technical girls. It's helping a lot. Um, yeah, because I know Jim. All... Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I uh, know. I was gonna, I was going to say Jermaine. Jermaine is actually getting ready to train now for her match, and that, her match is a week after yours. So yeah, um, she's out. So. She's still in uh, where Holland, I think. She's I think still there. She hasn't been back Holland. yet. I haven't gotten to meet yeah. her yet. Everybody talks so highly of her. I was super <laughs> excited um, to to be working with her, but I haven't gotten to meet her yet. She hasn't come back. Oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know that'll happen. I'm assuming you know right around fight time, maybe a week or two before. But um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, you know, Cheryl, uh, do you have a question? Yes. Um, thinking about conditioning and health and the sizes of people, I think I read somewhere that that you um, you really don't like to cut weight. So you want to get nah. a Yeah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's it. Uh, <laughs> I'm no. sorry. Go, go ahead. I, I kind of interrupted you there. Keep going. Yeah. Well, I mean, are your fights with Strikeforce going to be at 145, or will they sometimes be at 135? Well, we'll it, with all of the, uh, um, I don't know, all of the all of the training I've been doing here, um, my weight's actually it's higher than it's ever been before. Not in like a bad way, though. Um, right now I'm walking around at about 153 pounds and I usually walk around about 148. Um, but there, you know, all of the strength and conditioning that I'm doing has, you know, I've built muscle. Um, I, I look better than I've ever looked before, but when I was walking at 148, I would diet so hard for like three weeks and, or almost a month sometimes, and then cut the rest of it off. And it was just, you know it's miserable. I know everybody hates it, but I, you know it was it was miserable, and I don't like doing it. But we're gonna—that's something we'll talk about after this fight. You know, we're we're just focusing right now on this fight at 145, getting me in the best place possible for that. Um, that we have, we don't know just yet. Probably work on moving back down to 35, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, we we you know um, a lot of people probably don't know this, but but she's um, that um, that you're signed to a um, Sarah signed to a three year a three match contract with Strike Force now. Yep. So um, you know, win, lose, or draw in this fight, you'll be able to get two more fights in. Ma'am. Yep. That was uh, I was actually in in my in my sister's boyfriend's backyard building a garden when I got the call that. 
not only do they want you to fight Cena, but they're going to sign you to three fights. So That's it was exciting. just like, wow, <laughs> I don't I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish this garden. <laughs> and I have to go yeah, to mean, the gym a little harder. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say that, you know, I mean, Sam, I, I, and the story is, and, and I don't know for some of you who haven't heard already that, um, Sam Wilson actually called up Sarah and said, listen, Gina's looking for an opponent. Would you be interested? And, um, and, and Sarah said, you know, obviously she said yes. Um, and then, um, you know, got back to her a couple weeks later and said, you know, you, you got it. And, um, you know, what was that moment like when, um, when, when, when Sam gave you the call and said that they wanted you to, to fight Gina? I was smiling bigger than I have smiled in the past, like, 10 years, I think. I was so excited. I wanted to tell everybody, but she was like, but you can't tell anybody. And I was like, girl, <laughs> like, grit your teeth and, okay, why are you grinning like a fool? I'm like, just because, <laughs> like, you know, I couldn't tell anybody. Um, but it's super exciting. And it wasn't, it was more about that, I guess part of it was yes, because I'm fighting Gina, but it was more just that, you know, that's just confirmation uh, for what I've been doing for the past four years is, has actually, you know, it's paying off right now at this very moment. So it was a really exciting moment. I was happy. I'm very happy. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people are actually jealous probably of you right now because you have this Yeah, and I, so. I, feel, I feel bad about that, but, you know... <laughs> What, what can you do? <laughs> make friends with them. I'm actually a really friendly girl, so I'll just make friends with everybody, and, and they'll see that I actually do deserve it. I'm a nice girl. Don't be jealous. <laughs> You're keeping the doors open for other women to follow you. That's what's happening. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if they're signing me, they've got to sign other people. It's not just like, you know, they they can't just have four girls sitting over there. Me, Gina, Cyborg, who else? Misha. Oh, you got, um, I mean, I mean well, 155. Yeah, Jermaine. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Julia right now. Julia and, and Jermaine, I think it's going to be an absolute That's right. battle, Julia, I think. Jermaine. Yeah, they're going to. It's Sarah, uh, you I'm, know, Marlos. I mean, there's, 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 a, there's yeah. a plethora of, of girls over there right now. So, yeah, Liz, yeah I'm, Liz I'm Liz looking. I saw her. I saw Liz at the, at the conference. There are. So, yeah. So, they will. Everybody, I think you know, has a much better chance. All the women have a much better chance um, of getting signed. Oh, I'm at the gym right now. Elena, Sean, and uh, I can't remember the other girl's name. And Lana's here, too. They all just walked in. <laughs> well, make sure to say hi to them for us. And, um, I will. And I wanted <laughs> – and um, also, uh, tell us, um, do you have any sponsors coming up for this fight? Yes, I do. Um, let's see. A lot of them. For, let's see, Akima, Fight Chicks, um, Tussle, I've got a sponsor with Tussle, and she's looking at some other ones. Um, Janet Martin is a, she's a, just like a personal sponsor. She doesn't have a clothing line. Um, I think that's all my sponsors that we have on the hook right now, but we're looking to get some other ones, um, some other bigger ones. I mean, not bigger ones, those, those are big sponsors, but you know, a few other people that we're talking to right now. And then I guess I kind of, I I should say the the actual gym, CSA, is sponsoring me because 
um, Kieran has me doing all these private lessons with people, and, you know, he's got to pay them. So, um, Kieran Fitzgibbons, Lana, um, Sam Wilson, my manager, she's she's covering a lot of expenses for me right now. Um, everybody's just kind of coming together and supporting and it's it's really it's it's very it's nice it's awesome um any other questions cheryl no i just want to wish you good luck i'm so looking forward to you yeah i am too i'm looking looking forward to it sarah i think that you know people are kind of underestimating you and i don't think they should you know i think that you have a solid you have a solid wrestling background you have a solid gym behind you um, and uh, you have a very solid record, and you you fought more recently than Gina, so you've got a lot of yeah. behind. So I'm very looking forward to to be able to see this fight in June, and I think everybody is. So um, thank you, know, you very you know, much. It's time to shock the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that is the plan. <laughs> I have uh, my my plan. Yes, that is the plan. I don't want to give away the game plan, but I'm sure everybody knows what they think I'm going to be doing. But, yeah, I'm I'm super excited, too. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, best of luck to you. Make sure you say hi to everybody, um, you know, coming into the gym. And uh, we look, like I said, look forward to seeing you on Showtime. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, too, Sarah. Bye, Sarah. Bye. Okay, that was Sarah D'Elio. Cheryl D'Elio, thank you. I was going to say, Cheryl, can you tell me out here? Um, I think we're going to go off the air in just a couple seconds, but there's something I want to talk to Cheryl about before. um, So it'll be an archive, so if you guys listen on the archive, you're going to be able to hear um, me uh, talk a little bit to uh, Cheryl a little bit about something that actually she asked me about which has um, gotten a lot of, actually, a lot of positive feedback. And um, you had asked me um, a question because the story goes that I was on, a, um, I was on the MMA Gospel um, podcast, and um, I was on a, a panel uh, with Michelle Old, um, with um, uh, their guy Dan, one of their writers, and um, uh, Chris from uh, Sheck uh, Management, um, um, and we were all talking a little bit about women's MMA and debating it, and Cheryl had asked me a, a really cool question um, about why I thought marketing should happen, and I actually wrote a written response um, a, on the Women's Talk Sports website. Um, I usually put my opinions over there um, about how everything's going to go, which is really, really positive as well. Um, did, you feel that, um, did you feel that you got a complete answer on that uh, article, Cheryl? Yes, I did, and, and, you're, and what we're talking about is, is looks versus talent. Um, I mean, let's face it, the guys who, who fight are usually, uh, you know, they're, they're handsome. They're, there's nothing wrong with, 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 nothing wrong with them, you know. And so when it comes to women, women fighters aren't always beautiful. Um, they're tough as nails, but, but they don't always look like, um, I, you know, they're different from octagon girls. Let's put it that way. So I was just curious what, like, from the perspective of marketing, what are what what are people interested in? Do, do fighters, do female fighters, have to look beautiful, or can they just be talented and be normal-looking girls? That was that was the question, 
and yeah, I thought I thought you answered it, but I think it's I think it's um, it'd be interesting to hear other people's reactions to it. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, actually, I mean, it's getting a lot of positive feedback from it. You know, there are, there are people talking about. And another reason why I did over one talk sports is because it's not it's not just MMA that they're you know where we can definitely talk about it too. There are other sports that this is you know this is definitely uh, a situation where you know you know looks are something. I mean, tennis is probably the prime example of this. You know, um, you know the you know some of the you know most popular tennis players um, you know in the past decade were, you know, very beautiful women that, you know, were, were pretty proficient. Anna Kurnikova, I think, kind of went down because she didn't have the talent, and that's what the problem was. So if she didn't have the talent, then then her popularity dropped. And then um, I'm trying to remember who the other blonde that was that's now very, very popular, but I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Um, and she's, um, you know, very good. She's, t- you know, ranked in the top five or whatever, and, and she's very popular. And then it's kind of funny because it's kind of almost the reverse, and I don't want to say that the, the, the Williams sisters are ugly, but um, you know, I think that um, they're not your stereotypical, you know, you know, blonde white girl. Of course, you know, they're 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 an African of African American descent and very very muscular. So um, you know, I think there was a point at which you know their talent kind of got into the point where the marketing people said, oh, okay, this is what we're going to do. Um, so, um, so, and and that was my argument, you know, is that there, there's, there's a point at which, you know, your talent, you know, has to supersede whatever kind of, um, you know, looks is going to happen. And, um, you know, you can't be a pretender for that long. Um, so, um, you know, and, um, Michelle Wolf made, made a great statement about the idea of, um, you know, Cyborg starting to wear makeup when, when, when she won the Strike Force title. And when she started wearing makeup and, and started looking a little bit more pretty outside of the cage. Um, and like I said, I don't know if that was a decision that Cyborg herself made, or was that something that the coaches, her management, or Strike Force, I mean, maybe hinted her out, like you know, maybe you should uh, dress up a little bit better. Um, but um, but it seems to be working. You know, I mean, people have have more of a lower positive effect. Like you know, well, actually, she is actually pretty decent looking. Um, so um, so not, well, nothing to say bad about Cyborg. I mean, she's a really talented individual and all that as well. But you know, I mean, there is that kind of you know kind of thing. So. Um, so I think I kind of it, and I, I highly recommend anybody read that. Um, they read the article about one talk sports, and I'm, I told a bunch of the people on the panel to also write responses to it. So I'm hoping that they they will sometime soon. So um, I think it's, it's, it's a double edged sword as well because the more beautiful the women are, then the less likely people want to see them get bashed in the face. So you know, it's kind of it's kind of confusing. It's it's um, part of what I think the puzzle is for how to get people to enjoy watching women fight is to unravel them, but that would get them more used to looking at it. Oh, it was kind of a funny, funny statement that, um, that Kristen over at women's MMA roundup had actually said, um, he said that if, if people were bothered with, with women getting themselves hit in the face, then, um, then uh, America's Funniest Home Videos wouldn't have been around for 20 years. Um, oh, right. So, and so, other- um, <laughs> Another show where women get family women get on and fight each other over whatever. Um, what is yeah. that? Oh, I don't even know the name of it, but it's it's one of those daytime shows where where cousins and got each other pregnant and all that. Whatever they just get on and they fight and they yell at each other. So it yeah. it can't be true. Or, or or maybe it's just a different audience. We need to find that audience. I don't well, know I think that I think the thing is is that you know I mean the, you know they'll have a perception coming in, but once you watch it then your perception is going to change, you know, and that's the thing, you know. I think that it's all about, you know, you know, changing your perception. 
And what the cool thing about women is is that, you know, they'll 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 be interested and they're wanting to know what's more about this or you know, they look at Jada Carano and they said, Oh, you know, she's a very you know, very beautiful fighter and all this, I wanna go and see what goes on and um they watch the fight and they realize that these girls actually do have talent. And you know, then they start getting hooked. And and that's the thing, you know, I think that's the that's the big thing, you know, is just that you if if you can lead the horse to, to the water and then you you know and then they, they they you know they take a taste of the water and they like it, then they're going to drink you know so um so I think that's that's the you know that's the perception and um you know i mean it, it you know there's good things and bad things about saying that, but you know part I, part of it is perception, and once you get to that once you get to the cage and you see these women fight then they're they're gonna be they're gonna be convinced that they're gonna watch it for another whole other reason besides the fact that they're very beautiful women hitting each other. You know, yeah. so um, I think that's that's where kind of is uh, everything kind of heads. So um, you know, you're not gonna you know. So if if you don't have skill in this sport, you're not going to go far. Um, so um, you know, so you know, there there we go. I mean, that's that's the thing. So I'm very interested in hearing what everybody else has to say. I'm very interested to see what Dan from MMA Gospel has to say about it, um, because um, I, obviously he was the most starched opponent about it and all this as well. So I'm really interested to see what he has to say in response to that as well. Um, and I think it's going to be very very interesting. So um, yeah, and um, I want to mention uh, Cheryl's blog, uh, thatgirlisfunny.com. Make sure you check it out. It's really it's really good. It's not just MMA. Um, you can also check out some really cool articles that she has up on there and really cool blogs as well. So uh, definitely check that out. Anything coming up for you at all, Cheryl? Uh, no, I'm just training hard at the gym. I've, I've been taking more MMA classes and getting more comfortable with that, um, doing more rolling. So it's just fun. I'm getting even deeper into it and finding out, learning more things and then realizing how much I still don't know. You know, so it's, it's the whole thing, but it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, you'll get there. I mean, that's what Sarah said, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, definitely, and um, you know it's been a pleasure being able to co-host with you um, on the show. And like I said, we'll we'll definitely do it again in the future. Um, I figured you'd be very excited to be able to talk to Sarah. Um, you know, I I you know I you know I think everybody is excited to hear a little bit about Sarah because nobody really knew who Sarah was, you know. And it's like she she came out of the blue. Who is she? And I think yeah. we all got to know her a little bit better. And I think she did an absolute great job, by the way. So I think she did too. I think she's going to surprise us in the cage. I think on on the 18th. I think we're going to I think yeah. we're going to see a really tough Sarah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough fight overall. I think um, it's going to be funny to have Greg Jackson in one corner and have Lana Stefanik in the other. Yeah, yeah, he's got those parts. I can imagine Lana just you know absolutely yelling at her or, or you know going at them and they like you know this is what you do and all that as well. So I'm just excited that Lana's going to be in their corner. It's like yeah. you know it's cool to have Lana Stefanik in your corner. So if you don't know who she is, you know you got to look her up. She's um, she's she's one of the badasses badasses chicks out there. And the only reason she does the MMA because she's so big that she can't you know there's nobody that's going to be able to fight her. So um, so yeah, definitely check that out as well. Um, and then I want to let you guys know, uh, coming up on uh, Sunday right now, I think I'm getting um, Anna Barone will be back on the show. She's going to actually be talking a little bit about her fight coming up with Sheila Bird in July. Um, and she has, um, she has other things going on, too. And then I can tell you that a week from today, we're going to have Sarah Galaxon on. She's going to be fighting on May 28th. So we're going to have her on there, too. So uh, definitely check that out. Go to fightergirls.com. You guys can check out the weekend results, which are really, really exciting. Um, Shell Gutierrez is, uh, you know, it, I think it took like, like, you know, a dozen stitches to get her stitched up uh, with that cut, which was really, really nasty. 
Um, and it was kind of interesting to see her tweet, but she's one of our fighters, and uh, you know definitely uh, definitely support it. But go to uh, the uh, go to Fighters Watch Tommy have the weekend results there. I also have an interview up with um, with uh, Mariana Kafetz, who's going to be fighting this week on GoFightLive.tv. So if you guys uh, go to FighterGirls.com, you'll be able to listen to that interview. And go to GoFightLive.tv and watch Mariana uh, Kafetz uh, fight uh, on reality fighting. So definitely check that out as well. I think that's all I need to do for promotion. Oh, I also want to mention that if you go to the shop over at FighterGirls.com, we do have a Fight for Japan t-shirt that uh, proceeds are going to uh, – Going to Japan uh, efforts to relief for, uh, uh, relief for the tsunami victims over in Japan. So if you guys go to the shop, um, you'll be able to see the Fight for Japan T-shirt uh, that we have out right now. So definitely check that out as well. Um, I think that's about it, um, Cheryl. Again, thank you for being on the show. You're welcome. And we'll, we'll see you guys on Sunday. I believe it'll be Anna Barone, uh, Canada. We'll be talking to her. So we'll see you guys uh, on Sunday. Cool. Bye.